Hi, my name is Sean Keyes and you're listening to You, Me and BPD. Uh, this week I'm going to be talking about suffering. Um, why we suffer. It's a, it's something that we all do, I suppose, really, when you think of it, you know. It's a, it's a question that has um, been on everyone's minds, I suppose, since the beginning of time. And some philosophers want to talk about why we suffer. And, you know, I'd imagine religions formed from it and all that sort of stuff as well. Why we, Why we suffer. Everyone is trying to figure out why we suffer. What is it about life that we have to suffer? And um, I suppose with my own uh, theory, which is basically all it is, is a theory, is um, we suffer because it's just something that keeps us going. I mean, I know personally myself, I've never, as I said in a previous podcast, I've never learned anything without suffering. There was nothing ever learned at all um, in my eyes, without suffering. Um, so I suppose in my own life, I've adapted to suffering in a sense of that it's important to suffer, which might sound a bit mental in its own right, but it, for me it's important to suffer because there is no growth. There's no growth without suffering in my experience. There's absolutely no growth. I mean, even, you know, stepping aside from myself, when we went into a recession there in 2008 and the world went into a bit of a recession... Um, there's certain things that were invented. You know, you'll see with this COVID after it's finished, there's going to be new inventions. It's just the way human beings are. When they're put under an unimaginable amount of pressure, they will invent something to ease that pain. It's it's why we uh, it's why we have um, evolved so well, I suppose. Really, as a species, is is we can um, adapt to our sufferings. If you look at any other species on the planet, like we have, um, we've adapted to the planet. You know, we're the only species that has adapted to the planet completely. Like, you know, you couldn't see a rhino trying to survive in Alaska. So I think suffering for human beings, or definitely with myself, is um, it's always unpleasant. That's, that's a fact. But then when you learn from it, that's the beauty, is when you can actually um, sit back when the suffering is over and, and look at it and reflect on it, then you'll realise that, for myself, you'll come up with some sort of new uh, perception on life. And I think that's what life is all about, for myself anyway. It's, uh, again, I'm not going to keep saying myself in this podcast, this is my theory, so it's not that I'm trying to say this is everybody else's theory, because so, I'll, I'll continually repeat myself throughout the whole podcast and sound like a fucking idiot. Um, I know, definitely, I'm learning and learning and learning, but I learn most when, I, when I'm suffering. When I'm suffering and going through a horrible time, it's when I reflect afterwards that my biggest um, ideas come from. And with that in mind, then, you, is it important to suffer? Which is another crucial question that's in my head is, I think, yes, it is. It's just that people don't want it. They, don't, they, they try to avoid suffering as much as possible, which is understandable. But, I mean, without the suffering, without the actual suffering, nothing's learned. However, if you suffer and then you don't reflect on it, and I notice myself, well, then you're just prone to repeat the same things over and over again. So, I mean, suffering without reflection has no benefits. The only benefit, the only thing in my experience, what it does is 
if if I suffer and I don't reflect on it, well, then I'm going to repeat that same mistake again and again and again because it's the reflection that learn that teaches me how to actually look at it and go, right, I didn't see it that way. You know, um, I should try this differently the next time. But, I mean, if I don't do that, well, then I'm just going to keep continuing on doing the exact same things again and again. And you're kind of stuck in a loop then of suffering in a sense that it's it's the same thing every day that you're suffering about. But it will be the same thing every day if there's nothing changed. You have to change something in life. You have to actually look at it, see, could you possibly alter your perception? And one of the biggest things I've noticed with my life is this. Some of my master recoveries have been from nothing other than changing my perception. Absolutely, like, I love talking about people with narcissism. I Last year, um, I was doing a talk rather than a podcast because, there you go, I suppose there's a bit of suffering when you think about it. Last year, I was actually starting to do talks. And I was going doing them in my lo- in uh, in my local um, town here in Athlone, and I'll say a big thank you to Gillian um, Gillian there from the Snug Bar in Athlone who was willing to give me the premises full time. Um, so I done the talks, and then the COVID hit, and then everything was locked down. So here I am doing a podcast. That's a perfect example of. What do you do when suffering hits? You adapt and overcome. So if the, if the COVID did come, it came, if I didn't actually adapt to that, well, then I wouldn't be doing any talks. But this is my whole point about life, and this, this example here is this. When something stops you from doing something, try it a different way. And as I said just there a minute ago as well, with perception... When I change my perception, the whole emotion changes. The, the thing about people with BPD is we are very emotional. But the thing about emotions are they're only down to perceptions. I mean, the emotion itself is nothing more than a perception. It's not exactly a real factual thing. I mean, what I find funny and makes me laugh, which is a happy mood, someone else might find offensive and make them angry. So it's not real. The context of what was said is a perception of the person that's taking it in. So if you can change your perception now, would I want to look at it and see it as an angry um, or frustration type of joke if someone made a joke? No. Why would you want to be angry? I would want to see the humour in things. So again, perception is a funny thing. It's it's down to your perception. It's down to the perception of what you think life is about. I mean, even over the last couple of days, I've completely altered my perception on life deliberately. Um, you know, a friend of mine there, like I'm always talking about mental health. It's just something I love. I'm really engrossed in it. I mean, that's my perception of life. Um you know, through through self injury and all that sort of thing, and you know, you're naturally geared that way. Um, and now I'm deliberately going to change it. Just actually deliberately going to change my um normal rhythm, because why not? Why not step outside of it for a couple of months and see what you find, and come back then. I'm pro- probably end up coming back a fucking lunatic, but 
either way, the choice is always people's to actually change their perception. The choice is theirs to actually alter how they look at the world. But it won't alter if you continually look at the world in the exact same way every day. So, I mean, to give you an example of that, what I, to give you the context of what I mean by that is, uh, I said to a friend of mine, uh, Mark McCormick, from the Clockwork Junkie podcast, um, and have a good listen, it's a good old podcast in fairness, I said to him, let's do a podcast on something completely different. Like, you know, myself and Mark love having, I love doing podcasts with Mark for the simple reason is, he's a fucker for challenging my mind, and he pushes my mind, and he hits me with questions that... I'm not expecting, and I enjoy that. I enjoy that very much, if I'm being honest. Um, so with that, then I said, why not Why not try and do a different podcast? So he was like, what will we do? And I said, look, why not do something on aliens? You love aliens. Mark loves it. He loves um, the science, I suppose, if you want to call it that, or the theories would be probably another word. On alien life form, alien existence, the cosmos, the planets... And all that sort of stuff. And I'm not into it. Um, so now I'm actually deliberately uh, researching aliens. Researching as much as I can in a scientific way about aliens to the best of our ability. And I'm loving it. I'm absolutely loving it, if I'm being honest. I'm loving the difference. I'm loving that it's not mental health. I'm loving... That it's actually, it's fucking melting my head, if I'm being honest, because it's a completely brand new thing for me, and I never gave two fucks about aliens. Um, However, I'm doing, I'm not going to talk about aliens, it's not my kind of gig to just say, let's talk about aliens, and then I just talk about them off the cuff. It's something I just don't do. It's not something I like to research something, have some form of knowledge on it first, and then I'll talk about it. But I'm, I suppose where I'm going with this is this. I'm changing my perception. I'm changing how I look at the world. And because I'm changing how I look at the world, uh, my head is fried. My head is absolutely, I'm getting kind of going, oh, this is a fucking nightmare. And then I'm going, oh, this is brilliant. So I'm getting an awful mixture of emotions up and down. However, deep down in my core, I'm loving it because it's brand new information. It's, and it's not, I'm not listening to people who were abducted by aliens. I'm not listening like, you know, I've been abducted by an alien and they've done something to me. I'm not listening to people like that. Um, I'm trying to find as much actual science as I can. Um which it's challenging my head, if I'm being honest. But I'm doing something new. And that's the thing about, uh, I suppose, mental health, is do something new. Change your perception. So by me changing my perception, my mind is going into a different realm of its own existence, and I'm trying to figure out something deeper so I can have a conversation with a friend of mine about something that he enjoys. Along the way, I might figure out something, or I'll end up in a fucking mental hospital. It'll either go both ways. But either way, I'm enjoying it. And with mental health, I suppose, this is what the podcast is always about. Um, When I'm doing a podcast with Mark, it'll be on his podcast. But with mental health, what benefits is this having with my mental health? Um, At the moment, 
it's absolutely fucking ripping my mind apart, if I'm being honest. It's 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 like as if it's opening up a different department of my mind. That's what it's doing. Am I conscious of the fact that I could end up being a fucking lunatic after the end of it because it's a little bit vast for my head? And I'm, I'm not exactly the foremost of intelligence on the planet, which is uh, great. And with the fact that I'm not that fucking intelligent, when I'm doing something like this, it, it hurts my head because I have to try and think of new stuff. However, um, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying, like, I'm enjoying something different. And one thing that it's um, making me think about my own mental health is this. For the last 11 years, I've been constantly researching mental health. Um, everything I do is about mental health. It's always geared towards mental health even this podcast as much as it's kind of a different type of podcast i'm going to bring it back to mental health on the basis that whoever's listening um is listening to this podcast on the basis of mental health they're not listening about fucking aliens i don't think anyway so it's changing how i look at the world it's absolutely changing and one thing that i have learned is this is i'm actually realizing going i woke up this morning and when i wake up in the morning my mind gives me it's kind of like a fucking diary my mind it's like them fucking it's kind of like one of them notes you get them diaries and a calendar sorry not a diary and you flick it open and there's a quote every morning that's my mind is somewhat like that and this morning my mind went now you have two distractions in your life mental health and now you're looking into aliens what distraction are you going to use today and it just dawned on me, I was going, Jesus, that's fucking mental to think about that. That we wake up every day with our distractions, with our lives. In other words, what we focus on that gives us our life. You know, and it, it actually dawned on me to think about that going, I've never thought about that in my life going, we, I wake up with a distraction. I mean, mental health is my distraction. That's what I talk about. That's what I... I'm geared in with. But I mean, the fact is then that I'm deliberately um, researching for the first time in my life. I mean, first time. It's not like I listened to books about aliens before or anything like that. I didn't. <coughs> I've no interest. But the fact that I'm doing it, now my mind is asking me, well, what what is your distraction going to be today? In other words, are you going to listen to something, say, you know, on food or sleep or diet or whatever, or are you going to be listening to something on on alien life form or the cosmos or how the planets are aligned and trying to figure out the bigger picture of this? And in a weird way, it made me happy because it just goes to show for me what is your distraction for today? In other words, what are you going to distract yourself with all day long that keeps you occupied in your mind and it's making me think, do we look at our lives in a sense of today I'm going to be completely looking at this all day long. This is how I'm going to um, feel about it because I've always felt this about it. Or could I change that? Could I actually change the way I think and look about things? Could I look at it in a different light? I mean, as I said, the fact that I'm looking up aliens is making me now understand that I'm choosing my distraction. I'm getting up. I'm not saying I'm choosing mental health 
you can't choose mental health. I was born a fucking lunatic. I think I'll die a fucking lunatic. Um, I think that's just the way it is. I love, uh, I love my mind in that sense. Now today, um, choosing mental health. No, can you choose the perception? Is I suppose a question in my head. You can definitely try and choose a different perception. You can definitely wake up on a day and go instead of focus on on this person that upset me today. I'm going to focus on this today and try and distract yourself. That's, I mean, that's common theme in mental health. <coughs> so am I choosing my distractions? I think I am choosing my distractions. And I mean, as I said, for the next couple of uh, months, I'm going to be choosing the distraction of um, this alien thing that I'm going into. Um yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's 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 a vast it's a vast thing. I think you could spend your whole lifetime in it. I'm not going to do that. Um but at the same token I'm choosing my distraction. I'm definitely choosing my distraction. So can choosing something different I'm asking myself these own questions on the basis of the fact that my mind asked me which was my distraction today. Can choosing something different uh, alter your perception on how you live. I think so, absolutely. I mean, as I'm researching into this, I'm asking myself the questions. Everybody looks at their past lives, and you know, not everybody looks at their past life. But I'm I'm delving into the world of say spirituality here. Everybody looks at their past lives. You know, even uh, Buddhism has karma where you're reincarnated. And everybody looks at their past lives to try and figure out how they became to today. And one thing that's after making me question is if there is a future in the cosmos that's a million miles from today, what about our front lives? What about the lives that are in front of us, if that's the case? If you have a past life, surely you must have a front life. I'd imagine. I don't know. I'm only fucking delving into this stuff. So, you know, I'm like a young, um, I'm like a young fawn jumping around the place thinking I'm deadly because I'm, I'm just after being fucking born. Um, could end up in a fucking crocodile's teeth. But what about the front lives? And what about them? Where do you end up? Where what is the where's the end of this? Where do you end up? Instead of your past lives where you were killed by a fucking bow and arrow or something like that. What about the front? Where do you actually end up? Where do you exist in the future? And don't get me wrong, when I'm thinking of all this, I'm going, just be careful, just be careful, you don't want to end up in a loony bin. Do, 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 singing songs to yourself, going, I think I nearly had it. I'm very conscious of the fact that this is fucking mental. I'm not unaware of that. But, because my mind is delving into this and I like to absorb myself and stuff, I'm asking myself, well, what then about the front lives? What about the, fr- what about the life I have ten times from now? If I had ten previous lives, why won't I have ten lives from now? And what is that person like? Who is that person going to be? And more importantly, if I'm in today's existence in 2021, I then surely have a choice to how 
a version of Sean Key's 10 Lives From Now, who's probably in fucking Calcutta in India or whatever, you know, Russia, it doesn't matter. Who is he or she and what are they like? Which gives me a kind of a weird kind of, uh, what would you call it? It gives me a kind of a look and going, I then have a choice in how I would like to shape that person. Which means I have a choice today. I have a choice to actually make my life a better life so that 10 lifetimes from now, <clears throat> that person is an absolutely um, better person. And I'm a, when I say a better person, I'm thinking in morals, values, in ethics, that they're morally good to other people, that their, their values are, are very, very um, good in the sense that they're always trying to help people or whatever the case may be. I'm not thinking in a sense of um, money. But it's making me think. At the same token, all this fucking alien um, stuff, I'll call it now, I can't say alien anything else, <coughs> is making me think. It's making me look in a sense of, are we, are, are, are we looking forward? Is there existence in a future from now? And if so, what are they like? You know, we, we as a species seem to be heading towards a technological future. As far as I'm reading and looking and you look around and we seem to be heading towards that. We, we seem to be the only species that does this. Um, as I've seen on a, a Joe Rogan podcast there with uh, uh, Bob Lazar. That's a book I'm reading, Bob Lazar. I'm listening to a book at the moment, Bob Lazar. He worked in Area F- uh, 51 in America. A fascinating book. Uh, the podcast, Joe Rogan. Um, he's on it as well. But I'm listening to him at the moment as well, and I have another couple of books lined up after that. Um, but I suppose what it's making me do is it's making me think, if there is a future, if there is existence in the future, if all of this is just in today's um, fucking simulation or whatever way you want to call it, you then still have a choice on how to make it. I'm choosing to sit up in a room at half six in the morning on a Saturday and do a podcast. Either way, if this is all just mumbo-jumbo or it's all just a simulation or we're in the matrix and this is uh, deliberately where my mind is going now because this is what I'm researching, either way, I'm still making the choice as a simulation to come up into a simulated room and do a simulated podcast. So I'm still getting some form of choice over. And I suppose realistically when I think about all of that is this. We have a choice while we're here. Whether you're going up to, you know, God when you finish or whether you're going to be reincarnated as a Buddhist. We still have a choice. And we can still choose to get up every day and actually make what we have and see can we change the perception. Everything in my head that I have recovered, and I'm repeating myself, was a change of perception. It was looking at it deliberately, and it fucking burnt. It did not burn. It hurt. It burnt. When I sat down and looked at anything that hurt me, it always burnt. It always did. However, I then looked at it and said, could I look at this from a different angle? And when I do look at it from a different angle, it doesn't always work. It gives me maybe a different... Or sometimes, if I'm being honest, I got angrier. I meant, 
No, even at this angle, I'm not happy. But sometimes when I looked at it again and kept twisting it, like, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven on a clock, kept, kept moving that hand differently for a different perception, I eventually got it, which I suppose now, because I'm reading into all this um, science fiction stuff, or maybe science fact, I don't know, um, it's making me think we're just alter we're just altering our perception to make our humor better. But why not? You know, why not? I mean, some of the craziest fuckers on the planet, and I mean that in a good context. I'm in the gang, so um, some of them have been the happiest people on the planet. Um, the first person that comes into my head is Mother Teresa. Absolutely fucking mental to put yourself in the slums of Calcutta. But she was happy as the got. So, you know, that's what I mean by by crazy as in that is fucking mental to put yourself in the slums of Calcutta to help other people. Um and she was happy doing it. So it's a change of perception. I mean her perception, to give a little quick one on that, her perception was she was doing the greater good for all of God and mankind and she loved Jesus so much that she was willing to absolutely slum it out in probably one of the worst places on the planet. There you go. She was happy doing it. Uh, some people that are living in mansions and have 15 cars and 14 helicopters hate their lives. Completely different perceptions on how life is. So... I suppose, realistically, changing your perception on something is key. Um, One of the things I heard from um, a person the other day is acceptance. You know, acceptance. Learn how to accept something. And I think fundamentally that is crucial in life, is acceptance. Is like, can you learn to accept something? Something you don't like. Can you learn to accept it? And you'll only learn to accept it if you change your perception. It's something that you'll only learn. And I'm I'm learning more and more in life to accept and accept more and more and more. And, you know, when, I, when I'm saying that, I'll give you an example. Years ago when I'd make a mistake painting, I would not accept that it was a mistake. I would not accept that I'm human. I would not accept that that was good enough. I wanted perfection. And now I'm nearly 43. Um... I'm when I make the exact same mistake now, I don't laugh in a sense of fuck the job. I love my job. Absolutely love my job. But I'm more accepting that I'm human, that I make mistakes, and that I'm never not going to make mistakes. And the acceptance is crucial in a sense that I don't get bogged down. I don't get a flare of mental health where I'm crucifying myself. So acceptance is key that I've definitely figured out in life with definitely my job. Um, I, I, went to, I went to bed many, many times crying when I made mistakes. Um, punishing myself, absolutely punishing myself for not getting it perfect. How dare I not be such a perfect human being? And now I realize that all of them mistakes that I ever made has led me to be a good enough painter. I'm not the world's best painter, but I'm a good painter. In fairness, I am a good painter. And again, as I said in the beginning of the, the podcast, the suffering of all of that led me to be good. 
if I had given up, I would have never got to to do it. And to me, it doesn't matter if it's painting or whatever you do in life. It's only when you continually go through your suffering and you continually fail. I mean, you know, a huge thing that I um, see is failing and giving up, you'll never know. Failing, suffering, learning, changing your perception, eventually it comes true for you. Eventually it will. You know, and that's the one thing that I'm learning is that a change of perception can change absolutely your lifestyle. So this was um, a short podcast. um, And again, I hope you enjoy it. Thanks very much.